And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. And just a reminder, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. So I hope everybody's having a good start to their Friday. It's Friday, September 4th. And if you are listening to this now, after you listen to the late episode that we put out last night as we've normally been doing uh throughout the i guess since march march yeah i guess march uh we've been you know doing this for quite some time now and as if you are listening to this uh you know by now that the flyers did in fact uh win in double ot last night as lightning fans should really be rooting for and i know that you know, the old saying goes is be careful what you wish for. And I, you know, I don't care at this point. I think, I think I've talked myself in, I try to talk myself into who I would like to see the lightning play, uh, in the next series, obviously the Eastern conference finals lightning are waiting around and we're going to have to wait a little bit longer because now game seven for the for the Flyers Islanders series is going to be tomorrow, and uh, yeah, I you know um, one uh, one follower of the show on Twitter I saw when we tweeted something saying you know let's kind of root for the Flyers to come back, uh, and they said what if you know this kind of spurs something where they you know the flyers do in fact come back which they have and force the game seven after being down three one and what if they end up winning this series and this kind of gets them hot and then you have a hot uh flyers team going into a series against a lightning team that has been for the you know just chilling since uh rounding up their series against the bruins i look at this as a good and bad and I'll explain why. Uh, before I explain why, just a reminder, go ahead, like, and subscribe, follow, set up your notifications. This podcast is available anywhere. Podcasts are available. Example, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, I believe TuneIn, and wherever else you could find podcasts. Uh, Locked on Lightning is there. So, yeah, um, I look at it this two ways. You know, you have a Lightning team that has kind of been just hanging out. I mean, they have been practicing, though. Let's make no mistake about that. It's not like they've just been chilling in their hotel rooms since, I believe it was maybe Monday. I believe it was Monday when Lightning wrapped up things. Um, and, yeah, it's, you know, we... At, at the same time, you know, they've been they've been staying. I think part of it, the good thing, yes, it was Monday. So I think this is a good and bad situation, a situation that could very much uh, 
benefit the Tampa Bay Lightning in this series for with whoever they play against, whether that is New York or Philly. Um, and then it could also be something that could blow up in our faces, which you know we'll get into in just a little bit. But let's first discuss uh, how it's going to benefit. Well, the Lightning are you know they haven't played against since a game since Monday. Now it looks like probably um, they're going to play the winner of this on on next Monday. So that would be a a week since they've actually played an NHL game. And the Lightning, you know, some would think the best thing for them would to be jumping into another series since they were playing well. Well, the reason why I'm not in a rush for the Lightning to play another game just yet is obviously because of the injury to uh, Nikita Kucherov. Now, what is exactly wrong with him? We don't know. We may never know. Um, All we know that he is deemed unfit to play, I believe. I believe that's his status right now. Um, as we're talking, or as I am speaking right now, um, and I look at it as a, you know, this is just a time for, because he's not the only one that's been banged up. I'm sure there's some guys that have been playing with uh, some injuries or ailments uh, throughout not only that series, but since the Columbus series, and I think this is the best thing for them, and also to kind of get some more conditioning in here and there. I mean, it's really not going to make a big difference in terms of conditioning. But at the end of the day, I think rest, especially now where you look at it this way, that these guys were basically just hanging out for about four, four and a half months, not doing anything, not really being able to work out during the pandemic while we were all sitting around waiting for the NHL to kind of figure out what they were going to do next, uh, you know, what their next plans were going to be. And so we saw that right away with got some guys. And that was the big factor was people were people going to get injured as, you know, they return to play. And we saw that right away with Stammer. I mean, Stammer is, and also Jan Ruda as well. But I believe, you know, those guys have been kind of hurt uh, throughout the season and, they are, um, you know, they are injury prone. So it wasn't, it wasn't really much of a surprise. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it, the Lightning would love to have those two guys on the ice. Uh, they had it with uh, Ryan McDonough. He was banged up for three games. I mean, the way Ryan McDonough plays, uh, he has been, you know, really. He he's a big time shot blocker, and um, you know, even though the Lightning did win. Uh, a few, uh, three games without him, you know, definitely having him made a big difference. Um, I, I spoke, uh, in that game, uh, bef- I believe it was after or before, actually it was before where I said that, um, you know, the lightning, it, it really didn't, you know, Braden Coburn was playing very well at that point. Um, he was really starting to turn things on, uh, really big, uh, be a huge factor, uh, for this team really being able to distribute the puck very well um, where, you know, Ryan McDonough, we all know he's not really a big point getter. He's more out there to be an offensive presence for the most part. But, um, you know, so it's definitely, you saw, you'll see sometimes, especially during the regular season, right before the pause, uh, the team was struggling somewhat uh, without Ryan McDonough since he was a little banged up then. But, um, like I said on last night's episode, this has kind of been just the season of next man up. I mean, we saw it 
throughout the regular season. We've seen it throughout this this whole playoff run. Guys having to come up in the clutch, uh, doing things that may or may not be normally asked of them. Uh, we've seen it from Victor Hedman. The Tampa Bay Lightning have not really much asked him, but he's had to step up here and there by uh, scoring goals. Uh, we saw it in game one against the Bruins. He scored two goals and um, you know him scoring the game-winning goal in game five in overtime uh, to, to win the series. But um, you know, guys like that. I mean, Victor Hedman is more of a a, uh, a, a distributor out there, and, and then also playing you know defense, which is you know very very big for this team. And you know he has been very big for this team throughout the the whole run. Uh, when I spoke with ESPN.com's uh, senior writer Greg Wyshynski, he said that uh, barring you know some crazy performances, and I'm not quoting. Uh, you know, I guess I'm, I'm kind of quoting out of context right now, but uh, he basically said that, you know, he thinks that Hedman is the front runner for uh, the Lightning if they were to win the Cup, um, which I totally believe. You know, I, I said at the beginning of this run that I thought Braden Point uh, was to, you know, was probably the front runner at first with the start he got, but then since then he's kind of cooled off. But um, what I'm really saying as I've been rambling for the last five minutes or so is that. Um, this whole time off isn't a bad thing because the Lightning, they need all the help they could get. Um, you know, they, they have very, they have a very deep team, um, you know, from the first line to the third and fourth, uh, they have a pretty good cast of, of players, uh, that could contribute. Um, and they have relied heavily on their depth throughout this whole run, but, at the same time, they still need. Um, I I fully you know I'm I'm more of a realist. If you're a you know a, a usual listener, if you've been listening to the show for the last at least you know month or so, you know that I I don't I don't sugarcoat anything with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, so having said that, I believe that in order for the Lightning, their best chances, um, I do believe they could get past um, either one of these teams. Uh, especially the Islanders uh, without possibly Nikita Kucherov um, if he were to miss more time um, like I said on a couple episodes ago uh, the post game reaction from game 5 I, you know, everything uh, what happened in the game the type of injuries sustained leading up to him coming back and then leaving the game uh, shortly after everything points to a concussion so um you know, for him to get some time off and for them as a team to get some time off where they don't have to worry about missing out on him is the best thing for them. But I don't believe this team could possibly win a cup, um, could go to the Stanley Cup Finals and win without Nikita Kucherov. Uh, he's their best player. Uh, he's definitely their best player on the power play. Um, and we saw it in that Boston game when he left. They were just lost. That they had one power play shortly after because it was the double minor for high sticking that on the play from Chara. That you know they didn't. I don't believe they got one shot off on that power play. So um, they can't survive on depth alone. And I truly believe that in order for them to face kind of an avalanche who are hot or you know who do possibly face it or even a team like Vegas. In order for them to be successful in that series and, you know, win a cup like we all want them to see, they need Nikita Kucherov. 
Now we'll talk about the bad, uh, or I guess, you know, the bad thing or the con of this whole situation with them having so much time off in just a little bit. But before I get to that, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that's rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for the last 20 years. Rockauto.com, go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for the do-it-yourselfers and the professionals. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I mean, why go to a, a why go to a auto auto part store and you know go there and have someone trying to help you out who really doesn't know what you need? Um, and this is the best place to go. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their "How did you hear about us?" box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So let's move on to the cons. You know, we spoke about the pros thus far, about how the Lightning have really, are really, it's really looking now, unless the NHL uh, decides to, you know, put the game towards Tuesday, which would be very surprising. Um, I can see why, you know, trying to give the, whether the, it's the Islanders or the Flyers, kind of a day or two off between games. But I think the NHL isn't going to do that. But, I mean, if you, you know, we, we all know how crazy the National Hockey League could be with scheduling certain things. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and look at tonight's times for the games. Uh, uh, Dallas and Colorado are playing at 4 p.m., where Vegas and Vancouver are playing at 9. Uh, I believe it was the Locked On Avalanche Twitter account that said something this morning that was pretty good. It was They said that uh, it looked like that the NHL was using the NHL draft lottery as a way to determine the times for tonight's game. So that was, that was funny waking up and seeing that tweet. But, yeah, um, I expect I fully expect it to be a seven o'clock game on Monday. Uh, you know, barring you know, with with everything going on in the pregame stuff, uh, you have two amp, amp anthems. It probably look for more of a seven fifteen puck drop, seven twenty. Um, yeah, uh, I just think that uh, you know the the con. I mean, if I'm one of those people, sports fans, and and I'll explain why that kind of hopes for the best and expects the worst. I'm. In baseball, when it comes to my baseball allegiances, I am a hardcore, diehard Met fan. And so you already know by saying that how, um, you know, how, how, how I feel about certain things. And, I, and in certain situations with the Lightning, um, they, I, I approach certain situations with them like that as well. So all this time off, you know, now the Lightning start really to come together in OT uh, after the absence of Kucherov and the game went to OT and everything. Um, and it was, you know, even after Kucherov, even before OT, um, when they scored that goal to uh, take the lead, but then it kind of, you know, fell, I wouldn't say fall, fell apart, but that kind of quote-unquote fluke goal from Krejci, Krejci to uh, tie the game, sending it to overtime um, with about two minutes left. Uh they really 
it, the good thing about this Lightning team is that they really learn very quickly um, on the fly, figuring things out, how to play without certain players right away without kind of trying to, I guess, find themselves uh, throughout the game. And but and I'm sure if they were to play a game a, uh, two days later, you know, if they won that game, if the tables were turned and the Lightning were down 3-1, uh, they would carry some of that momentum in uh, from Game 5 into Game 6. But here's the thing. Um, being that time off, having that time off, and then going against... Because let's make no mistake, whichever team comes out of this series that the Lightning play, they're going to be hot. They're going to have momentum on their side. They are going to be on cloud nine, ready to go. Um, and they're going to, you know, they're, they're kind of going to be better up to speed than the lightning are and because you know the light like i said at the top of the show the lightning are practicing of course they are doing things while waiting around waiting for their next opponent opponent but at this we all know regardless of you know if you've played hockey or if you played another sport um organized you know that practicing the speed practice uh you know versus a game where you're playing against another team not your teammates are totally two different scenarios and you can't really you know really replicate game speed uh in practice without trying you know without trying not to hurt your players and especially you know it's different because you're you're playing against your teammates so it's a little different your your mindset isn't exactly what it is as opposed you know to if you were playing a real game so I think that if I had to predict game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, the Lightning versus either the Islanders or the Flyers, I think, you know, and this is just maybe because of what we've seen thus far, sometimes the Lightning take a little while, whether it's a game or so, to get going. Um, I mean, we've definitely seen it, especially at the start of games, they take a little bit uh, to get going, is... I think they drop game one, regardless of who they face, especially if it's Philly. Um, I think Philly goes out there. And the thing that's interesting about these two teams, they don't exactly have really, really, you know, like top scorers. Um, They don't really have like big name scorers. Um, I, I just think that it's one of those teams, these two teams where... You have, you know, they're just a lot of death to both teams. They play very gritty. We already have seen that from the Flyers when the Lightning played them in the round robin games. But from the Islanders, uh, you could say the same thing as well. Um, and what I saw in last night's game, and I, I, I mentioned it on the show I did last night, is that um, the one thing that really stuck out to me a little bit from this Islanders team is that they have really, they have really, um, you know, they, they, they kind of play the same kind of game that we saw from uh, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, uh, that's, you know, they, they block a lot of shots. I believe at one point during the game, I believe it was going to OT. Uh, Philly only had, I want to say, maybe 15, 13 shots on goal. And, as opposed to the Islanders having almost 30. So if we're looking at 
you know, Philly just right now, who's their top point scorer? Uh, I would, you know, Kevin Hayes is pretty much leading the way. He's got four goals, 13 points total. Their top goal scorer is Scott Lawton. Um, and, you know, they just, if you look at the stat sheet, if you're looking at uh, NHL.com, um, they just have a lot of guys that could contribute. Uh, Jacob Vorshak, uh Sean Couturier, uh, Claude Giroux finally got the playoff monkey off his back by scoring his first goal, I believe, two nights ago. Uh, Ivan po- Provorov, uh, he scored the game-winning goal last night. He's got three goals, uh, eight goals total, uh, eight, eight points total, excuse me. Um, and just a lot of guys that could really just put the puck in the back of the neck back of the net and you know that's one of the things that maybe the lightning will have to um contend with especially with this uh this team is you know they they and then but the thing is though you know and here we go again like if you followed along last night is that uh i tend and you've if you've been following all season long is that i tend to the more i talk about something the more i talk myself out of it in and out of it uh, very indecisive here because, uh, you know, one thing that we've stated is don't wish for your opponent because that could always backfire for you. But let's take a look at the Islanders. Uh, you got three guys leading the team. Uh, Anthony Bilivet, uh Anders Lee, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, uh, all seven goals. So it's, you see a little bit different, a little bit of a difference here, you know, whereas, um, I mean, there's – a couple of players on this team that have at least one goal. Uh, I want to say maybe, you know, there's at least 15 players on this Islanders team that have at least one goal or more during this playoff run. Um, and the the top three, obviously, seven of those seven goals attribute to a big chunk of their points here. Uh, and then I guess the big distributor, the guy that the Lightning really kind of need to um, – look out for going in if they were to play the Islanders is Josh Bailey I think or Matthew Barzal who uh, I think Matthew Barzal I spoke about it early on in the playoffs that I thought that you know he's hit I believe he's hitting the free agent market this year obviously the Lightning wouldn't be able to afford him and I don't think the Lightning would want to just go out for a guy like that um, even if they if the the cap wasn't flap and they had some wiggle room um but it would be nice to see, you know, I think Matthew Barzal would look good in the, in a lightning sweater. I think he's staying in New York, if anything. But um, I think if you look at both of these teams, they really just, just they, they have a lot of guys who could score. They have a lot of depth to them. And that's obviously the main thing when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs is that a lot of teams, the more successful teams are, you know, what really comes down to it is, you know, who, who has more depth, uh, who has the hot goaltender. And just looking from the series and looking at the numbers, um, you know, I think if you're looking at the numbers, especially with the goaltenders, I think you got to give the edge to uh, New York right now with Varlamov. Uh, he's he's really been the, the defining factor with this team. And um, Greg Wyshynski said it the other day that he's definitely in the Conn Smythe talk right now. And, and, and I believe that too. I think that this Islanders team wouldn't be where it is without Varlamov. So I think... Um, the more favorable opponent in this scenario would probably be Philly just because Carter Hart's been good, but he hasn't been Varlamov good or, you know, uh, Vasilevsky good. I just think that y- there's certain times 
where you see certain holes in his in his game and the lightning especially with the fast team they are and the skill team that they are would be able to exploit that um so you know if in the game of pick your poison i would have to take the flyers for this one but then again there's always the 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 possibility that the the, the this could be the game if the flyers do win this one where they it kind of propels them to another level and they end up coming into the series hot and then they just steamroll over the lightning so it's one of those things where a lot of, we have to see how game seven plays out um tomorrow night and see you know we'll talk about it on monday as to what could happen i mean i mean in the in the series of whoever you know the lightning play um because we could have an islanders team who escapes by the skin of their teeth and like i said on last night's episode they could if that's the scenario um they could kind of have walking into that series with an exhausted deer in the headlights look on their faces maybe possibly playing cautious and that's one of the things that the lightning will definitely look to exploit uh whether they have kucherov or not and obviously uh, whether or not Kucherov does play in in the finals, Eastern Conference Finals, um, that will be a huge uh, factor as well. So we'll get into that, all of that on Monday. All right. So to wrap up the show today, uh, I guess you know if I had to pick a team to win tomorrow night, I would have to say, and I'm pretty sure you already know where I'm going with this, is I guess the Flyers because for for two things, one, their goaltender Carter Hart isn't exactly locked down he's still very young I believe this is his first playoffs or second but whatever the case may be um he doesn't look solid out there we saw it in you know last night's game and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of it in in uh game seven on Saturday uh I just think that the lightning would match up better with this team whereas uh you know I really don't want to run into Varlamov and the Islanders and just you know they they have a ton of guys who could do a lot of good things for them and i believe especially with 86 with the possibility of kucherov being out of it i don't see that scenario really you know that being a good ending uh for the tampa bay lightning but so yeah uh and also the other thing is the flyers every game they've won that this series has been an ot so one would have to say that if the flyers do win this game or this series it's probably going to be an OT or it's going to be down to the wire and you're probably going to have to expect that it's going to be a really gritty um you know physical game and that's what you're rooting for here because this team really you know whichever team wins you know whether um they're going to have they're going to be I wouldn't say exhausted but they're going to be significantly more tired um and a little bit gassed um out there going into the ice on Monday um I just think that, you know, especially, like I said at the top of the show, that the Lightning, you know, they're they're one of the fastest teams. And I said this on yesterday's episode, too. They're one of the fastest teams in the NHL. No one could skate with them. And if the Lightning could limit uh, taking bad penalties, limiting, you know, just continue continue uh, the game on without having, you know, any any whistles blown, just keep keep trying to have that team chase you down the ice all game I think that eventually you know that's going to be something that's going to work in the Lightning's favor but this is all just hypothetical we still have no idea who we're going to play but I, I like the Lightning's chances regardless of whether it's the Flyers or the Islanders um, so yeah uh, Monday I believe it's probably going to be a 7-7-15 puck drop if they say 7 
probably 715 because of everything happening in pregame. So, yeah, look forward to that. Look forward to how this Lightning team responds after pretty much not playing a hockey game for about a, a week now. So, yeah, uh, pretty excited about it, and I think that um, it's going to be interesting, and hopefully we have Kucherov back by then. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you later.